You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This episode 432 for May 25th, 2023. This week, we talk about expensive phone cases, rechargeable batteries, private phones, AI-generated podcasts, fly traps, and selling things online. So stick around for The The Show. show. One, two, three, clap. And if you thought Joe was struggling last week... This is like this is like a reoccurring dream. Did you say struggling? Yeah, I'm thriving. I'm just in my cocoon, waiting for Pride Month, where I will emerge a gay rainbow butterfly that only buys shit from Target. Um, do you have any of the Target? Oh my God! So Target Pride collection's been in the news, but we're not going to talk about it. But do you have any? Do you have any Target Pride? No, I don't. I don't support gay people, so it's against my religion. I love the TikToks that um, analyze the Target Pride collection every year, but I own one thing from it. It's a it's a rainbow tie dyed shirt with SpongeBob doing the rainbow thing oh, on it. Oh, that's actually so it cute. Could, it, it you wouldn't really even know that it's a gay because that's not like a gay SpongeBob episode, but it you know. I mean, every episode with SpongeBob is a gay SpongeBob episode because SpongeBob. Well, him and Patrick. Right, they've gay. been together for years. Um, but I it's um I think it's two or three years old now, so it's vintage Target Pride collection. Oh wow, look at her, vintage Target Pride. I don't remember the last time that I bought a piece of clothing from Target. And that's not because that I'm like above Target, it's just because that I don't buy clothes for myself. I, I buy clothes and I wear them until they fall off of my body or I get too fat. And luckily that doesn't happen with my my wardrobe yet. But I don't have a Target I'm in the nearby. Stage. So. Oh, I get all my clothes at Target, kids yes. section, and sometimes the adult section. But I'm going through that. You know, I'm going through my clothing <sighs> panic. I want to. I don't. It's not a renaissance. It's not a. We're not doing this for fun. We're doing it because I don't have anything that fits me anymore. Right. Her body's changing. And we established. I this. I hate my body, which is such a weird thing. What? Yeah, whatever. We're not doing it every week. But anyway. Oh, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. Okay. I hate my body. That's it. <laughs> I guess that's all we're saying. You heard I it here first. Body. Girl, join oh, the club. The clothes, I remember. The clothes I've been wearing for like literally the past 10 or 15 years. I bought clothes in my early 20s and I've been wearing them ever since. Right. They're finally falling apart mm-hmm. 15 years later. So now... It's coinciding with my body changing. Things are happening. And I, things are happening. We're, it's all changing, and I hate it all. And thank God for that. I guess. Not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not, no. Not really. No, no, I'm in distress. Hello. No, I know you? there's like, there's a, there's a Target Pride collection that has like drag queens and stuff. I think it was like spearheaded by Bible Girl, who runs uh, dragqueenmerch.com, I believe. And so it's like huge, good for her, great. Um, love, love uh, the the queer community getting uplifted. But it's also like I don't. It's still corporate pride, and so I'm still just like whatever. And it's just like I don't know. I like ugh. I don't. I, don't I buy clothes. I like that the models now are LGBTQ plus people. Right. The I mean, there's some genuinely like funny stuff. Like there's a mug that says gender fluid on it. You're which is right. funny. I saw that. That was funny. Um, I don't know. As if if queer people are getting money, that's great. Right. More money in the hands of queers. That's that's what I can support. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, I had something speaking of queer people um wasting money, something happened to me this week. What'd you I, buy? I, what you, trash did you get? It's not what I bought. It's not what I got. It's what I found this week. God. God. One set footprints in the sand. Yeah, I found Jesus. I found him. He was in the mailroom. Um, no, so I was I was on my couch playing Zelda and I felt something on my ass. And I dug down into the couch deeper than I usually dig to find my earbuds that I had lost three weeks ago. So... You didn't check in your couch? That's the first place I checked. But it was like, it was lodged so deep. I had to fist the couch. How did you feel it? 
I don't know. It was you're like, like it, the princess and the pea. I guess, but I mean, but also like you know the these these earbuds and like like I said when I lost my set of earbuds, it's not like that I lost the earbuds out of the case. Like they were in in the case, so it's a very large pea that I was princessing or whatever. But yeah, so now I have two two hundred dollar sets of uh, Pixel Buds Pro. If anyone's interested in having the one with <laughs> or without my earwax, I'm willing to sell. Name your price. We can we can bargain. Oh, you can haggle. So, yeah, I feel kind of bad about it, but it's also like, I mean, what what would I have done the past like two or three weeks without my earbuds? I would have gone absolutely fucking crazy. So, you live and you learn. Next time I lose my earbuds, I just got to fist the couch way deeper than I think I need to. Um, but so surprise, surprise, I didn't uh, throw my earbuds away. They were just uh, lodged into the couch because of my fat, juicy ass. Just pushed it way down under so that's my uh that was a fun story longer than longer than it should have been correct but still good thank you i i have two pairs of pixel google pixel a buds the cheaper kind you're Mm. apparently wealthier than me yeah sorry i'm i am uh i'm part of the one percent now um but and both of mine have been free i think I might have bought the first pair. This second pair came free with the phone. Right. They, they fucking give the Pixel A series away. I mean, yeah, and they're Air, not earbuds. bad either. No, they're great. I use them every day. I go around the house watching British shows. Working on is your accent. Is there a thing? Well, is there a thing? I'm, star- I'm starting to get neck, tech neck again, which I always have neck problems, whatever. Right. Is there a, like, um... Is there like a gooseneck attachment I can like wear on my waist and it holds the phone like in front of my face? I think you're looking for like a full body cast. I think that's what you need. I think you need <laughs> to be like full oh, do tomb common, um, like in well, a in a tomb. Well, one of the best things is I'm getting it on my desk right now. There's a pop socket. It's not a tripod because it has four legs. It's a pop mm-hmm. socket stand and right. it's bendy. And oh. I've been using it on the treadmill because I realized... When I was on the treadmill, I had my phone. There's a little ledge for you to prop up your phone or whatever, but it's facing, but it's like downward. So I have my neck oh, is so you're like looking tilted down. downward and it was fucking my neck up. So I got this, it grips to the top of the treadmill and then I can look straight ahead at your British, and my phone. British shows. I am, so it, it's my favorite thing, but I am watching, um, I've cycled back around to British property shows oh yeah selling houses mm -hmm. buying houses and um i was really trying to convince justin the other day that we could be property developers oh my god and let me tell you i was like half joking don't tell him that i was like kind of not joking (laughs) but um, she was having an episode i see he was like I have never seen him be like, absolutely not. We're not, you know, like. <laughs> he knew to shut that down immediately pre- to not give you an ounce it, of hope. Well, I was presenting it as a joke, even though it wasn't. He like, knew. haha, we could totally do that. You're an wink, engineer wink. and I'm great at everything. So <laughs> let's do this. And, um, you know, got the uh, kind of gauging the reaction. The reaction was not good. Yeah, I think that I think there were two steps here. He flat no, and then he called Walgreens to make sure they upped your psych meds for the next time you have that conversation. Um, I get my meds at an LGBTQ plus clinic so that the money goes to support their LGBTQ plus programs. I'm sure your insurance is funneling thousands of dollars to them (laughs) with with all the drugs that you take to keep your frail body alive. (laughs) The glass bones, Uh, paper skin. And you know what? I have to fucking take an extra bus to get there. It pisses me off, but whatever. Sad. I get my meds delivered to me. I can't do that because I don't trust the mail, any of the mail systems. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a courier. And the amount it's of an hoops, independent courier that does it. The amount of hoops I think I would have to jump through if one of my meds got stolen. I'm like, Physical I'm not hoops. even dealing with that. Hula hoops, specifically. Hula hoops. On fire. Hoops <laughs> on fire. Dolphins Girl, jumping through fire hoops. I can see that. That's that the circus I would go to. I'd much rather see you jump through fire hoops than like, I don't know, watch animals that are abused. Well, I mean, I guess you're kind of um, an animal that's abused, but me? Mm-hmm. No, I'm pampered. I'm <laughs> like, throw me in the fucking trash. Seriously. Um, um speaking of wealth, not mm, me, but generational. Speaking of, 
you having Pixel Buds Pro mm-hmm. um, on my high horse. Yes. Do you want to hear about this new phone case? You're, did you get a new phone case finally? No, 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 no. This is, I think we've talked about this company before. I think it's a Russian company called Caviar. Oh, and they make fancy, ridiculously expensive tech shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the last one we talked about, but they have a new phone case. It's an iPhone case. It costs over $180,000. Jesus Christ. Just the it case. It has just the case. Well, I think you get it. No, it might be permanently attached to the phone. I don't know. They do like all these specialized shit. Interesting. But anyway, um, let me tell you about it. It has a Rolex attached to it, to the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because your called, phone can't tell time. It's well, not when. <laughs> well, when it's face down, you have to be able to see the time on the back too. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's called the Daytona. Um, they previously made something with like a solar panel attached, but this is an iPhone 14 Pro Max wrapped in a case from titanium with black PVD coating, 24 karat gold plating, and adorned with decorative dials on the back replicating a speedometer, oil, and fuel indicator, which I assume those are fake. But in the middle, gotta oil is, my phone, a uh, 40 millimeter. Rolex Cosmograph Daytona Oyster watch finished in yellow, gold, and black dial. I'm reading this on Gizmodo, by the way. How mm-hmm. much does? Oh my God, that phone or the so that watch itself is thirty thousand six hundred dollars. Jesus, yeah, the case. It's I would just buy this watch. That. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I can't do that math, but probably. Mm-hmm. Um, just trust me. It says. The Casa case is attached. The only thing can be removed. Only three of these are going to be made. And you get to choose which capacity iPhone you prefer. So you can do the 12 gigabyte model. Imagine getting this and getting the low gigabyte model. Well, I was going to say, can I can I uh, make a special request and like like take the Rolex out the back and put like a Fisher Price Casio watch? Um, Casios are too expensive for me. Okay. You uh, only you only wear watches that you get out of like a gotcha vending machine at the at the arcade. I only wear hand me down watches from Justin. Wow, I'm surprised they fit your dainty little tiny hands. They don't. Your baby sure wrists. Don't. They're Aww. fucking huge. And I I finally am gonna next watch I get. I'm gonna like get my own so I can get the smaller the women's version. Mm-hmm. You need to bulk up those wrists. Them. No, that's weird. How do you bulk <laughs> up your wrists? Imagine I if don't... I just had really fucking muscular wrists. That'd be interesting. I wonder if you could get like fat injected into your wrists, take it out of my abdominal cavity and just pump it into my wrists. I just, I can't imagine like if you had enough expendable wealth that you could make frivolous purchases like a $108,000 iPhone case or whatever. Like, I that's a completely unimaginable to me. I say this as someone who just bought a new robot vacuum. So, I'm not making frivolous purchases at all. Well, you need to vacuum your house. That's not that's a true. frivolous purchase. Also, it's at the point where like robot vacuums are not super more expensive if you're getting a nice stand-up vacuum anyway. Right, except sure. Mhm. Like a nice stand-up vacuum. If you want a stand-up vacuum that's going to last you like two years, I feel like going to like a... get the, its first hairball and explode. How right. much can a how much can a banana cost? Ten dollars. Yeah, how much can a banana cost? Ten dollars. I come. Um, well, the twenty one hundred twenty-eight gigabyte model is one hundred eighty-two thousand five hundred eighty. Jesus. But if you want the one terabyte, that bumps it up to one hundred eighty-three thousand seven fifty. Oh, you know, but that that's slightly out of my price range. I can't go for the one terabyte model. I want this on like an iPhone SE. Do you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Right. I want this. We Also, phones don't. If you're rich, you don't have your phone more than a year. That's such a flex. No, but absolutely not. I, um, I hate rich people a lot. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's what I'm getting at. I want to get this done to my uh, Jitterbug phone. Do you ever do you remember those uh, commercials for the Jitterbug phone? It was like a flip phone that had giant buttons and you were only able to call three people in 911. It was like they still have those for 
for tweens and teens, they still make, I don't know if they're called the jitterbug ones anymore, but now though, um, they have like the amount that your parents can see what you do on your phone that they give you. Mm. Like they control who's allowed to even call into it. Right. They like, control you are your like, child's NSA. Like if you, you install you an app everything. on your phone that they don't like, they can delete the app remotely. Mm-hmm. Like it's wild. I love spyware. I mean, I I was recent. I, I no, I'm not going to talk about parenting. But I also, <laughs> if You're I had a kid, I'm just going to say this. I was talking about this on a stream lately. If I had a kid, they would never touch my phone. Mm. Yeah, I feel like my my phone is sacred to me only because like I have nudes of my naked body on my phone and I don't want to subject someone accidentally to that. Like I'm protective of my phone because I don't I'm I'm looking out for the well-being of others. You know, it's so weird living in a post nude phone pics life Mm -hmm. because I don't have nudes on my phone. Mm. Well, that's because that you're a married woman. I well, who's, who's stale and ugly. <laughs> I I just don't need to. If if I want to show my husband a nude, I just take my clothes off in the house that he well, lives yeah, in you, with me. Right. You take the the nightgown that you always wear as you glide throughout your home. My Victorian nightgown with the mm-hmm. puffy sleeves. Yes. God, silk. that's just like. That's just like 1980s. In the 1980s, people were still wearing those puffy nightgowns. I think we need to bring those back, honestly. The Amish never stopped. I feel like every time we talk about the Amish, it sounds more and more like a good idea. Being Amish? Mm -hmm. I do want... First of all, I don't believe that Gen Z is going back to non-smartphones. I think one person wrote an article and it took off and everyone did it. Absolutely. Maybe like... Some kid out there is, but I don't mm-hmm. think they are. I feel like I think kids are being bullied into having more social media than not having social media at their schools. But right. they are like, I, I want Nokia to come back because Nokia mm-hmm. is making some feature phones where you can still have Google Map. I need to know where I'm going. I need to know I where I am have, currently because I don't know where I am. I want a phone that flips up, has a teeny tiny. So it's a flip phone. Got it. It has a teeny tiny, like, BlackBerry keyboard, Mm -hmm. full letters. I can't do T9 anymore. I'm old. Mm -hmm. Um, Google Map, my email, um, a couple other programs, but not really, like, if the phone is really unattractive and hard to navigate, that's even better because I won't get on social media on it, you know? Mm, Gotcha. You know those phones we were just talking about that you can install and uninstall those programs for your old relative? Just, I think that's what you need, and I'll handle the apps. I'll uninstall every time you try to install TikTok. I'll just remove it. Um, well, I haven't... I had this phone, like, a full week until I, like, logged into TikTok and Instagram. And I only logged into Instagram because someone in my stream was like, oh, I sent you this meme. And I was like, I guess I gotta Ugh, log into Instagram. I gotta log in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I j- and I also have the wellness timers on. I'm only allowed 10 minutes on Twitter a day, and I never hit it. Thank God for that, girl. You are doing yourself justice. Well, I've come in. I've come into a, a conundrum lately, where I have some semi-valuable used electronics that I feel like that I could sell on the used market, and I feel like every time I talk to people about like where they sell their shit, they're always selling their stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And oh yeah, I deactivated my Facebook account like three years ago or something. And I am too proud to reactivate it to use Facebook Marketplace to sell stuff. So, like, I absolutely refuse to sell shit through Facebook Marketplace. But it's like, what else is there? I like, I mean, there's Craigslist and fucking eBay. But it's like, I want to I guess next door, but I just, I don't know. People actually successfully sell stuff. Yeah. Next door is literally Yeah, I sold my accordion on next door. I mean, if you can sell an accordion on next door, then maybe I have a chance. Exactly. And it was, they came and they picked it up and they lived in the neighborhood. I was like, okay. Yeah, like the only thing that I used Nextdoor was, or uh, was when I had my shit stolen off my porch and I just complained on Nextdoor and then I uninstalled the app. (laughs) That's all I did. (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh my God. 
Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But it's like I have like an old router that's I mean it's it's very it's a new router but I don't need it um that is v- lightly used. I want to get rid of my old robot vacuum cleaner cuz I just bought a new one. Um I have like other hardware and stuff and I'm just like every time I talk to people at work or every time I ask people, you know, around of where they sell their shit they always tell me Facebook Marketplace, and I'm like, why? Literally anything else. I wish, ugh, I wish that wasn't the place to go. But I think I just gotta. I should pull the trigger and just re-download next door and see if I can, you know, scam someone into buying my old le- electronics before I, you know, think about Facebook Marketplace. But just, I'm just like, ugh, why? Why Facebook Marketplace, girl? I don't want that. Let me tell you, we have an office chair that Justin got. Herman Miller. When he was what? Herman Miller. No, now we have two Herman Miller office chairs that we got for free from his oh, old yeah. office. I remember that. I'm but still mad about it. this is before that. This mm, is okay. at the beginning of the pandemic when he started working at home. He ha- he got this office chair on Amazon. I always hated it. Mm-hmm. And they also sent him the wrong chair, and I hated it even more. But he kept And now it. you hate them. Um, I hate it. I really hate this chair. We have tried to give it away three times to, in the building. Cursed. There's like 70 something units in this building nobody wanted it all Mm -hmm. three times i put it on the google group and it's so heavy the the building's google group not the google not the google group you don't like the google group i love the google group let me just go to ask jeeves why that's a totally different website I'm trying That's to name a... other other old antiquated websites. Oh, I'm going to sell my thing on GeoCities. Cora. Okay, Google Groups itself is a shitty website, but I love my building's Google Group. Do you remember Google Plus? No, this isn't that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just oh, wanted to Google trigger you. I was talking to it. Um, what was I talking about? You're selling that shitty chair, girl. Oh, fuck. I could not get rid of this chair, and I think I'm going to have to put it on next door. But... I'm putting mm. it off. It's sitting in the corner of our bedroom. Sad. Right now, I use it to, like, throw clothes on. I oh, hate yeah. it so much. The classic clothes chair. I'm just going to have to give it away for free. And I don't even want to wheel it downstairs. I hate it. I don't even want... It's so... It's heavy. I'm going to have to get out the side fucking door or out the trash room. <laughs> and I'm just like, what can... How can I... Like, I want to cut it up like a dead body in the night and like throw it in the river because we're not allowed to put big furniture in the dumpsters otherwise mm-hmm, i would probably just throw it in the dumpster i don't care i think you need to go the inverse route and go on next door to hire someone to take the chair for you i would pay someone ten dollars if they would come up to our unit and take, take it the off our hands downstairs mm-hmm. yeah there you go i hate it deal with the dead and it's body it's been in here for like it. it's been in here for like three years now girl girl but then justin's work had a um electronics e-waste day right i think we talked about it and i cleaned out like three large box two or three large boxes of shit wires and all this shit handed it off to them yeah just get it out get it out i still need to do that we've talked about this i finally bought some um rechargeable double a AA and triple a batteries along with a charger i actually i got the same exact shit that i got my dad for father's day last year um and it's been going really well so far maybe that should have been my favorite thing but it's it's something worse than that can you believe something worse than rechargeable batteries is my favorite thing this week stay tuned um but... i was just recharging mine uh <coughs> oh sorry joe's trying to kill me um, so yeah, I'm trying to phase out the, the, you know, non-rechargeable batteries that I should have been recycling, apparently. I mean, at least we weren't burning them in a barrel out back. What's in these things? Because I was recharging mine just yesterday, and a building a in nibble? D.C. A nibble? Yeah, did you take a little nibble out of them? A lot, no. Out of one? Just a little. I used them in my razor, and my razor died. Oh, so okay. I I left them on the charger. And they're like, I didn't get just like a, a random brand. I got the Anyloop brand, which are, oh, yeah. I think um, it's on the review they're websites. Panasonic. They're mm-hmm. Panasonic. And I have the Panasonic charger. And I'm like, this has to be good quality because I'm afraid of batteries. I'm afraid of things catching on fire. Right. And in my mind, batteries are just waiting to catch on fire. Right. They're just little firebombs waiting to happen. In a building, uh, 
recently, well, buildings are always on fire, but there was recently a really bad fire in a building in D.C. <laughs> and yeah, in a city, everything's on fire. Everything's uh, on fire in the city, Climate girl. change. Mm-hmm. Well, I left them on the charger and I was like, should I even leave? Like, I wanted to take Piggy for a walk and I was like, should I leave the house with these on the charger? Oh, my God. Do they blow up on the charger? Girl. What happens? God. Did you get in your bubble? What's in them? Did you get in your bubble before you went outside to walk Piggy? Um, No, but I should have. Have you seen Bubble Boy with um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, yeah, that is Jake Gyllenhaal. Justin, like, made me watch it. I get Bubble Boy and Water Boy mixed up. And they're very Not different Adam movies. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. I never versus saw that one. Jake Gyllenhaal. I know which one is Kathy Bates in. Kathy Bates plays the mom in one of those movies. I, I don't remember her being in Bubble Boy, but I don't really remember Bubble Boy. <sighs> Let's. Wow, Water Kathy Boy. Bates. She's got to be in Water Boy. Yeah, she's Helen Mama. Yeah, that's my mama. It made 190 million dollars at the box office in 1998. Well. Yikes. I love Kathy Bates, so though. Anyways. Let's just look it up right now. Can rechargeable batteries blow up? Or maybe I should say catch fire. Look at this! Yeah, Wait, I, bet it, are I they, bet they can. Are they lith- lithium ion? Um, I, mm, I don't think so. I think rechargeable batteries are slightly different. Um, it says there N-I-M-H. Um, nickel hydride batteries what did you did you look that up no i just knew because i i remember what nickel you know elements i am i'm stupid in many ways but some gems just kind of pop out what is in you had to have looked that up no i i knew this off the top of my head because i nickel metal hydride before i bought my before i bought my batteries i obviously researched them and I bought them only a couple of weeks ago. So it's still fresh in my memory bank. I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. I don't know who you are or what year it is, but I know what this is. Can nickel McHydride batteries catch on fire? Nickel McChicken? Nickel, nickel McHydride. <laughs> Generally safe when punctured. Oh. Well, that's good to know. I think that the, the, the main worry with rechargeable batteries in general is overcharging. Um, and then they become dangerous. But I feel like that most chargers have oh, like, overcharge protection. Yeah. Mine has a little green light and the green light turns off. And which is confusing you know. as fuck. It needs to be red when it's charging and green when it's done. Well, my recharger has a, a screen that shows you exactly how far along it is and whether it's charged or not and et cetera. Is yours? So. What fucking brand is yours? I don't know. Maybe it'll be in the in our the show notes. <laughs> I'll have to look it up on what? Amazon. Is that actually your favorite thing now? No, no. I mean, it'll be that oh. plus the stupid thing. Whatever. Who cares? I this is our podcast, our rules. I want to know what brand it is while I'm angry about it. Um, I can look. Oh, you actually don't know. Oh, I don't, never mind. I don't know. I don't have it with me right now. What I thought fuck? you were just withholding it from me to tell me in 30 minutes. Yeah, I'll, I, I pulled it up right now and now I'm not going to tell you. You have to tell me or I'll cancel the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you have to tell me or I'll kill myself. <laughs> no. God, no. You have to tell me or I'll cancel the podcast and I'll it's never. Oh, the Tenergy TN480U. I texted it to Joe. This will be in the show notes if you guys are interested in rechargeable battery technology for oh, some so fucking reason. What the fuck brand is this? I intentionally went out of my way to get Panasonic. And what the fuck is Tenergy? I don't know, probably some off-brand Chinese thing that is going to make my batteries blow up. <laughs> I like to live life dangerously, girl. Girl, you can charge USB. Oh, my God. So I lo- they have the fucking bat. We're talking about batteries this whole episode. They have the batteries <laughs> that you can. I looked up these two. They have a USB-C socket on the battery. Literally on the battery itself. I'm like, I don't trust these. No. I don't trust those one bit. That sounds like some, some jerry-rigged yes. shit. MacGyvered. I've Mm-mm. never seen MacGyver, but that's just what people say. I, I feel like if there was any sort of battery that was going to blow up, it was a battery with a soldered USB port built into it. That just it doesn't. That's not right. That's not natural. No, it's the same God people didn't make who batteries are like, that way. They make moonshine. They plug in their batteries. Mm-hmm. Everything blow, flammable blows up. Right. Exactly. 
it's like a meth factory waiting to happen, only not like that at all. Tenergy sounds like, I don't even know, like kind of synergy, but like but not. Tenergy or like get your, te- get your energy level up to a 10. I guess oh, that's okay. probably what they're going for. I don't know what the marketing department was thinking, but this, this charger works really well and it's USB-C. So that's what I, I liked about it. Mine has the plug built right into it. Oh, look at you. Like it, and it folds down because it's mm. premium. Panasonic. Panasonic, that's premium. When I think of Panasonic, I think of premium. <laughs> God, I'm scared as, I am so scared of batteries. Anyway, let's talk about something else. <laughs> what do you have on the docket? Um, okay, so generative, A, so AI generated podcasts have started. That's what this is now. No, but I am excited for it because that's what this will be someday. Mm-hmm. Um, we will die, but the podcast will live on. Let's see. The first one that that took off, I think semi-recently, was the uh, someone made Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan AI Experience. Mm-hmm. So it's an AI-generated podcast, I think using Joe Rogan's voice samples. Mm-hmm. And um, they have him like interview people and they use voice samples for those people too. So none of it's real. Mm-hmm. Isn't real. Um, it's created by a fan named Hugo who declined to give his full name. That's valid. I would too. Mm-hmm. That is valid. Honestly, I'm going to protect my identity too. If yeah. I have anything to do with Joe Rogan. Uh, they are. So I'm reading this on Wired. They still seem to. I don't really know exactly how they make it, but they they edit parts of it manually, like mm-hmm. still edit it and whatever, like you do, but with AI. Right, 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 right. But so they're still um, polishing it. Yeah, and the first episode I think got like half a million listeners or something. So it's a you know it's a thing, and mm-hmm. people are uh, yeah. They've t- there was another thing in this article where they talked about having. Um, AI versions of yourself read the ads in the podcast. Yes. I cannot confirm nor deny that that is becoming a thing in the industry. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. But like reading it in the voice of the people. Right. Yeah. You're using, um, you train an AI language model with the host's voice, and then the AI can read out the ads for you because you're just too lazy to do the ads yourself. But it's also like, I don't know, for large podcasts or companies like or for the hosts that are super busy, like us, like busy moms, you know, who don't have anything else going on and can't make the time to do the podcast. I feel like that would be, you know, actually useful. So I just just throw money at it. I just love to get sponsored. I just love to get an ad placement in general. You know, I I just I I just love to I just love to be here. You know, I I like to be recognized. Um, I, I it also seems like it would give the companies more control over how the ads go because they're always super picky right 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 right. they're very specific about their copy yeah i don't know i just every week there's a new ai something or other like there's there's a i in the news this week amaranth who's a very uh prominent twitch streamer um huge honkers um lovely girl lovely lovely gowns hope she wins um she has a lot of like rabid parasocial incel fans and she's taking that to the full advantage because she came out with like an AI chat bot where she can like be your girlfriend and it's like a subscription service and like get that coin girl. But it's like, I'm just curious, you know, have we gone too far? When is when if this isn't too far, then when is too far? You know, if I you think to- it's going to be um, I mean, you remember the movie her with what's his name and what's her mm-hmm. name? Yes. What's his name and what's her name? Mm hmm. And they and the AI was their operating system and they fell in love with the operating system. And then a lot of people fell in love with their operating systems. And then the operating systems decided to join together and fly into the great beyond. Sure. I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to be falling in love with AI soon because here's what I was thinking. Okay, chat GPT. So Justin was at home today. Let me tell you a little bit about this. Justin's been going to fancy events all day. He went to some fancy event where they gave him a really nice lunch. This is going somewhere, I promise. And now tonight, he's at an embassy getting another fancy dinner and going to another fancy event. Me, I've had pizza. What? 
Uh, I was going to say, if that isn't the most DC sentence you've ever expunged from your mouth. He's at one of the embassies. No, but me, I've had pe- I've had pizza for the last three days. I've been eating the same box of pizza for the past three days. And I was lying in bed today with a headache. And I was like, I wish Justin were here. And he were uh, sitting beside me instead of at one of his fancy parties. And he was telling me how beautiful I am. And then I thought... If I had ChatGPT or Google Bard hooked up to the Google Home right now, I could probably ask it. it to do that for me. Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, Gramble, um, pretend you're my husband. Right, let's roll and play. Pre- yeah, pretend you're my husband. I'm not feeling well. Say something sweet to me while I am lying down. and um, d- To prevent uh, me from having a full anxiety-ridden come apart. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I think in the future it's going to be able to do that. I mean, it already can in text form. Surely it can do that in voice form. Right. Just got to train the train the the AI voice model. I don't know if if you had a like a a role playing AI chat bot that was based off of you and your personality. Like, what would Girl. be s- some key things that it would say or do? I don't know. I don't really have a personality. Do you know what I mean? Your personality is blocking people on Twitter. So I feel like the first thing that it would do once you booted it up was end the conversation and block you. No, my I don't even use Twitter anymore. Well, I do. But like in my bubble, I do not stray from my replies and my timeline. Mm -hmm. I think Um, your chat would say. I don't even really do that anymore. Sad. The things that. That define me are the song Everywhere by Michelle Branch. Mm-hmm. The fact that I hate, I found a video of me lip syncing to that song from 2004, just by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in case, you know, the when horrors I was in, like, beyond. Eighth grade. Right, the horrors beyond our comprehension wasn't enough. Now we have something else to stack on top of it. Um, that, Stardew Valley music, I hate all other music. So people will be like, hey, have you heard that? Talking to my chatbot, hey, uh, what kind of music do you like? And my chatbot would just be like, I don't like music. I like one song. And I've been listening to it for 30 years. <laughs> this person is like, I need to contact your developer because this bot's broken. And, and it they'd sure be ain't like, broken. They'd be like, so what are your hobbies? And my bot would be like, I like to look out the window. <laughs> like the conversations will go nowhere. I have nothing to talk about. It's a miracle we're in our ninth year with this podcast. I'm. Um, I don't know. Miracles happen. What would yours? What are some of the key <sighs> key defining elements of your chatbot? If so, think, oh, going on a date with Sam Ravioli. Action. What? Yeah, they're dating your chatbot. Action. Okay, so if they're dating, if they're having a role play scenario <laughs> with my chatbot, it would be I would give them um I I'd give them like random uh random facts about things, only like 9 times out of 10 the facts completely wrong, and then I would just send them recipes for random random foods that they didn't ask for. Apparently nudes. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't send that us unsolicitedly, um but if they ask for them, you know, I'd probably send them. I don't know. Um Wow. Sad. I was going to I was going to talk again about phones, about like, you know, yeah. how how protective you are of your phone. Um, well, like, I don't it's I'm not really protective of it. I just like me and hus- me and me and husband, me and husband, me and my husband, like share each other's phones. I'm not private about it, but mm-hmm. I once you give a kid your phone, they it's are going to ask for your phone. All the time. Oh, yeah. They will. Yeah, I I thought it was just like a meme that, hey, you got any games on your phone? Until I had a kid ask me that. And, you and like, I was oh, like, no, not this. I was like, I sure fucking do. And I'm an adult and it's my phone and you're not getting my phone. Yeah, I don't you want you making up my those... Stardew Valley farm. It's fucking over. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to throw you off a bridge if you do that. You better not be making like, in app purchases, girl. They're going to want your phone every meal you're eating, every time you're out of the house. Like, I, I just, that's a, that's a boundary. If I had a kid, I'd have to set up healthy boundaries with it. And the boundary would be don't touch my phone. I'm so glad you can't accidentally get pregnant for your sake and the child's <laughs> sake. I, 
But also, I'm not like a stressed out parent who's worked like 60 hours a week and just wants 10 moment, you know, 10 minutes a piece, give a kid a phone, you know, so right. whatever. Yeah, I probably, very bad. I probably would. But um, yeah, I know. <sighs> Speaking of phones, you have a cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. Um, oh, I did get some new lip balm. Oh. Um, it's, you know, EOS, <laughs> the ones who make the circle ones that sponsored that Miley Cyrus music video. That is very specific, and I do not know. <laughs> okay, I think it was, uh, and we can't stop. Okay. What's that? Is that the name of the song? We can't stop? Uh, yeah. I don't know, girl. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a Myler's Manders. What are they called? Friends? You don't have uh, friends. <laughs> Friends, they're friends. I'm, I'm not a my, myelinator. Do you have friends? Oh, no. <laughs> my, I'm not a myelinator. <laughs> Are they fucking? Do you remember when? First of all, p- people still have names like monsters and Swifties and whatever. But mm-hmm. holy shit, when someone calls themselves, I'm sorry. One of those terms, you just know they're sick in the head. Do you oh, know yeah, what I no, mean? They're, they're in 2023, Ill. if you're if you're calling yourself a lamb. Because you love Mariah Carey or whatever, you're sick in the head. What's that one? God, there's this really famous tweet of like, I don't know. I don't know if it was someone who used to be like a rabid K-pop stan or like a Taylor Swift fan. And I don't even know if the tweet's real, but it's hilarious. And it's someone like tweeting at them being like, hey, like I haven't seen you tweet about, you know, so-and-so in a long time. And their reply is, oh yeah, I finally got put on lithium and so I'm not obsessed with them anymore. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, some people. I have just problems. learned about. I just learned about people taking lithium. Yeah, and that's why you're so obsessed with batteries. And it's a different thing, Joe. Don't swallow your batteries, please. We're gonna run or out do. of lithium. I mean, then just steal some batteries. No, they won't exist because we'll have used up all the lithium. Oh yeah, I catch twenty two. Not a catch twenty two. <laughs> God, I... Oh, yeah, you live and you learn. Did you ever... Anyway, this is EOS lip balm, 100% natural organic lip balm. I got it in pomegranate raspberry. Did you ever call yourself a... One of those terms? No. Not even when I was, like, a baby gay. Like, I was... Like, I, I enjoyed Lady Gaga, but she was never, like, my mother or whatever. I was never, like, a little monster, I think. I don't know. I don't feel like that I have, like, a a rabid, obsessive personality when it comes to, like, celebrities. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't even have, like, a favorite porn star, you know? Like, I was never into that either. And so, like, I guess I just... I I was never... It was not really part of my personality traits as, like, being obsessed with with that sort of thing. Like, what are are Michelle Branch stands called? Um, Branchies? No. I have trees. I don't think I don't think she still has fans. I think it's just me. <laughs> They're well, called guess, well, Joseph. You can name yourself. Song. Yeah, you can name yourself. No, thank That's you. Fine. I'm I'm not a stan. I like one song. I don't think I qualify as a, you qualify as someone's stan if you like if you like one song. But I I I don't agree with stan culture either. Right. I think it's weird like in in hillary duff's musical heyday like what would her what do you think her fans would be called um duffies duff duffers the duffer brothers are those people i don't know who that is those are the people who make um stranger things that's hillary duff fan name hillary duff fan club oh no we don't i guess we just don't have one sad yeah, sad. Real fucking sad. But I, I, as much as I love Hilary Duff, I was never, you know, she made the greatest album of all time, but she's not my, I like, she's not infallible to me. That's right. what I have a problem with stan culture. Right. It's people who think they, like, own you and, like, want to control your life. Right. It's a parasocial relationship. Yeah, I think it, it all comes back to parasocial relationships. Anyway, it's really great lip balm. the other lip balm that i usually get the price went way up and i said i'm not doing that again so i got this and it's been fine where did you where'd you get it oh amazon where do i get everything Mm. amazon and amazon and target i didn't i was just curious if you like went down your local 7-eleven or something oh god no the only um 
No. Okay. The answer is just no. But it smells yeah. really good. I don't think it has scent added, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I looked at the ingredients, okay. and uh, it's like shea butter and shit, you know? But you said it's flavored, right? It's not. Okay, Here's the. here it is. It's sunflower seed oil, beeswax, coconut oil, shea butter, jojoba seed oil, flavor, aroma. Who could that be? Um, Copernicia. Who? Please welcome to the stage. Please welcome Co- to the stage. Copernicia. Uh, Sarah Farah. Sari Farah. What, what sort of, what are you casting on me? What, what spell is this? <laughs> yeah, this is just, it has stevia in it, which is weird. Um, no, so it, this, it doesn't say it has like fragrance added. It has flavor added, which is weird, but I don't know. I don't, Literally just I don't flavor. Who knows what flavor? Uh, yeah, I don't need, I haven't been eating it, but it's, it's fine. It's organic, Sam. Okay, so it's good for you? 100% natural and organic. Dermatologist what, recommended. Really? That's what it says in the title. Well, they I'll use, have to take your word for it. I don't think I, they're making stuff up on the internet, okay? No one would ever lie on the internet. Who would do uh, that? Leaping Bunny Certified. Who? I think that means they don't test on animals. Oh, Paraben and phthalate-free. Gluten-free. Made for sensitive skin. Sustainable. Oh. Wild-grown natural shea. Thank God that my lip balm doesn't have gluten in it. Why aren't we testing on animals? <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just kidding. Is this your cheese? It's cheese of the week. <laughs> yeah, this chapstick, this lip balm, it's fine. Oh, God. I well, because it, it was cheap and it came in a two pack. Yeah, that checks out. I'm trying to, I mean, besides the girl, I. You have cheese? What's, what are you going through? Tell me about it. My cheese this week is the fact that I I spent less than a thousand dollars on a robot vacuum cleaner. Oh, how the fuck much was your <laughs> robot vacuum cleaner? Cause... I love how like forty minutes ago you were like, "Oh, it's fine." Like you know, it's it's you were buying quality, and I was like, "Uh huh, uh huh." And then I finally mentioned how much the price is, and you're <laughs> finally backing down from the argument, which I appreciate. I do not need your encouragement for bad decisions I'm making financially. We got ours on sale at Best Buy, I think. I got mine on sale two hundred dollars off. Oh my god! What kind mm-hmm. is it? What? You have to say what kind is it. It's a it's the new Roborock S eight plus. Roborock S eight plus. Does it have shit detection? Ours um, has it poop d- detection. Ours. This one does have poop detection, and it it is MSRP a thousand dollars. So I got it for eight hundred. Have you tested it? I haven't gotten it yet. It just shipped. I'm going to get it on Tuesday. And if you anyone have to steals... poop on your floor. Oh, yeah. I'm going to shit on my floor. Don't you worry about that. That's. The... I mean, I do that without the robot vacuum around. <laughs> if anyone steals this off of my porch, I'm going to acquire a handgun and hunt you down until I get oh, it. Oh, it'll be taken with Liam Neeson. It will be. Only instead of a daughter, it'll be my daughter. And my daughter is an $800 robot vacuum cleaner. What makes your vacuum cleaner better than my vacuum? Did you get the dock? I got yeah. It has a it has a dock with it. Oh, um, rich, rich, okay, rich, rich. Anybody rich? Yeah, eight hundred dollars rich. So this is why I do not deserve to have disposable income. Like someone needs to take my job away from me. You deserve it. I don't know. The thing is, like, I don't have a child. I don't have a car payment. Like, I'm yeah. I'm very frugal in the rest of my life, and so in you know I make up for that by making stupid decisions on idiot tech. So we all have our vices. Instead of smoking a pack and a half a day or gambling my money away, I just buy stupid things. If I can't fuck this vacuum cleaner, I may return it, though, because it sounds like it does everything else. I'll have a full review, don't you worry. Does it have a mop on it? It has a mop on it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, anything, my... anything Mine that can doesn't make have me a mop. Anything that can make me even lazier than I already am, I support. Um, we recently started, and by recently, they came once. Um, I broke down and... Someone else is cleaning the house. Well, didn't you have a cleaner before? We have never had a consistent cleaner. We've Mm. gotten, like, the house will get out of control. And then I'll panic because there's dust everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we'll get a cleaner. I realize I can't do it all. Um, And so, but I didn't like the, the company came out and did it. And they did great. 
But holy shit, they were like, we don't know where to park. And they made it into this like 30 minute ordeal where I had to like secure a parking place for them. And I was like, I don't have a car. I don't even do this for myself. Yeah, I don't know There's what the parking is. Literally street like. parking everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I don't I'm not gonna have them again because it was stressful. And cl- having someone clean your house is not supposed to be stressful. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would be embarrassed of what they would find. All the macaroni and cheese on my floor, the corpses under my bed. I don't even care. I d- I'm at the point where I don't care. Well, there's nothing. I don't know. I think you need to just buy six more robot vacuum cleaners and then have them battle to the death. That would be cool. Like robot wars or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could see it. I hate cleaning. I, I know. fucking hate it. That's why I wasted $800 on it, because I hate it that much. We'll see if it's worth it. Probably not. I'm buying I'm sure it so you don't have will be to. Great. They're going to be the cleanest part of my apartment, that's for sure. I'll tell you what. Do you dust? Um, define dust. <laughs> oh my God. You have the squeakiest clean floors and everything above everything six else is inches just caked high in is dust. caked with <laughs> dust, isn't it? Caked with dust. Oh my I love God. that. Absolutely. Um, speaking of caked in dust, should we talk about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Um, please. Go for it. No, you go. Oh. Okay, well, mine's not great either. So I told you I was back into the property shows, but Mm -hmm. specifically the British ones. Let me tell you, I know everything about the British, the British property market in 2000, from 2004 to 2009. I could tell you anything about it. And that is what? Pertinent information. Oh, pertinent information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So clearly this means I've been watching Sarah Beanie again. Sarah Beanie is entrepreneur. Prod, uh, uh, project developer, you know, does houses, did houses for a living, knows everything about the market. She's had like 10 different property shows, so many different property books. She is, she like owns the property shows in the UK the same way that the property brothers in the US have a chokehold on us. Right. Okay. It's, it's her, it's her uh, avenue. And so I have been watching... I've previously watched a couple of her shows, but now I'm going back to, I think it might be one of her first. So this one's called Property Ladder. It uh, went from 2001 to 2009, I believe. So mm-hmm. long time. And in it, Sarah Beanie follows amateur property developers. So it's one of their first properties. They're, they're, uh, so it's like flipping houses. It's like house right. flipping. But they they try to do it. They don't do shitty jobs, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, how you think about property flipping. They make them nice and then they resell them. Um, and oh, my God, this it's wild. She gives them the best advice. She'll come in. She's an expert. And she'll be like, oh, they'll show their plans. And she'll be like, um, I actually think. I won't do the that the whole time. No, please, God, no. She'll be like, actually, this house would sell better in this neighborhood if you did this, this, and this instead of wasted your money on this, this, and this. They always disagree and they always say no. And then and is she always right in the end. She's always right. God, I love these, that. These people fuck up these houses. There was one episode uh, where these people bought this like. Sauce, pork factory, sausage factory, and they Girl, wanted to make it into ass. like. No, it's not. We know that. <laughs> it's like in this like shitty neighborhood, and they were going to make it into this like mansion. And Sarah Beanie comes in. She's like, "Nobody wants a mansion in this neighborhood. No one's going to pay for this. You're going to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars." She was like, Work. "What you should do is split it up into like four units that you can sell for cheap." Mm-hmm. And they the they didn't listen. Of course, and not. then like two years in, they switched to doing her plan. Once they realized she was right, and they ended up losing like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Two years it took them. They follow some of these couples for years. God, I love to watch people be their own downfall. This is why we need to believe women because they know what's and, up. Uh, well, I do think that a lot of the men don't listen to her because she's a woman. That is, they think uh, they know better. Uh, and um, this, but this one woman who wanted to do the mansion, she wanted to do green shag carpet, purple furniture, zebra print in the kitchen. And Sarah Beanie was like, 
burn it down. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> yeah, who do you think's going to buy this? Like they did. They were out of touch. There was God, another episode that. where a brother and sister were developing, flipping a house. Uh, the sister and her husband put in 97% of the funding were 93%, and the brother put in, like, the remaining 7%. And so when it sold, the sister was going to get 93%, and he was going to take 7% of the profit. Mm-hmm. But he was also doing the whole thing himself. She wasn't a part of it. She just put in the funding. So Sarah Beanie sat him down, and she was like, you know, at the end of this project, if it sells for this much, which it will, you're going to have made 12 pounds a week doing wow. all of this yourself, making having made this your full-time job. And he was like, wait a minute. Wait like, a minute. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. Like, she sounds like a It's girl all boss. on YouTube. YouTube, by the way, uh, it's so good. It's you, so good. You go, girl boss. You better fart. I just, it's mind-blowing to me how you can get the free advice of an expert and just and completely just, ignore it because you think you know better than an expert. Yeah, just disregard it completely. And it happens every episode and they always fuck it up. I love that. That sounds like so good because like you know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to be, you know, their downfall is going to be their own fault. And then she's going to be able to say, you know, told you so at the very end. The um, And also one of the perks about watching it in like 2023 is, you know, this show happened like 20 years ago. So in the YouTube comments, people will be people have sleuthed out the properties and they'll be like, oh, this sold for this much. And the couple broke up. <laughs> it Because a lot of the time apart. it's like couple. It tore their relationship apart. There's one episode where uh, this couple is developing and at the end of it, they're talking about how hard it's been on them. And Sarah's like, so did it tear your relationship apart? And the guy's like, yeah. And the woman's just standing there in awkward silence. And Sarah's just standing there in awkward silence. And it's like, oh, wow, they're they're broken up. Right. If you would have listened to me, your relationship would be intact and you wouldn't be down like 100,000 pounds. So fuck you. Wild. So anyway, I think I could develop houses. Okay. That's the lesson that I learned from this show. Is that you can be her. And that is that I could do this. I think you just want to be in a situation where you can tell people that they're wrong and then you, it's actually right. They were wrong. I just want to be like the vibe director on the site. Be like, oh, this Joseph kitchen Bird's ain't song, the vibes. Title, t- the title is Director of Vibes. Director of Vibes. God. It's kind of like, well, it's like project manager, but like with chakras. I hate you. <laughs> and I just go from room to room. And we, I really rely on the vibes. Have you ever thought about not? I have, but I've never considered it seriously. <laughs> I've never seriously <laughs> considered not. <laughs> Sad. Well, good favorite thing. Watch it on YouTube. Property Ladder starring Sarah Beanie. I think she also just recently uh, overcame breast cancer. So, Oh, good, good for, for her. her. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, okay, what do you got? Batteries My- and... My aunt had a piece of melanoma on her ass and got it removed. That's good. Before it became anything big? Yeah, they caught it super early. Thank God. That's good. This is my PSA. I know no one's listening because we're at the tail end of the episode. But if you can afford it, please go to the dermatologist once a year and get a full skin check. Because, like, you're not going to know if you have a spot of melanoma on your ass because you're not looking at your own ass, girl. You can't see that. Get a skin check. I do look at my ass a lot. Well, that's because that, you know, you're its biggest fan. What do you think about people who have never seen their own buttholes? I think that they are like, what are they afraid of? That it's like that they're going to get, you know, sucked into a ninth dimension. I know some people who have never seen their own buttholes. I don't know how people. Right. They're afraid. It's like it's because they're afraid of their own bodies. People who are afraid of their own bodies need to fucking not. Look know in the thyself. fucking mirror. Yeah, know thyself, yeah. idiot. Anyways, my favorite thing this week, along with these rechargeable batteries, this, you know, look at the the show notes. Everything will be there. Um, my very stupid favorite thing <laughs> is I have house plants in my house and it is summer. And I didn't realize that down here in Texas, like drain flies and gnats are a thing. Oh. <gasps> 
regardless fungus of what gnats? happens. Yes, like fungus gnats. Like, I don't know. There's like, apparently they're oh, all different, but girl. they're all like, they're all tiny and annoying. And so I got some of those little like vinegar traps that you put like that vinegar solution is and they drown and that worked pretty well, but they were still around and like they got sick of the vinegar. So I bought for $6 a pack of those like fruit fly sticky traps that you like put in the plant and they like fly fly into them. The yellow ones. Yeah. Yeah, The yellow ones. And Uh I was like, I I just thought that these things are going to be, these things are not going to work. Girl. I didn't realize it caught like eight gnats and now there's none in my apartment anymore. I was like, I thought there, I thought it was just the same one buzzing around. No, they're still in your apartment. They they, lay. Yeah. Like 10 million eggs. Yeah. I'm like, I need these. Well, what you do. And this is this is what saved us because I used those, but those kill the ones that have hatched in our life. Right. You also got to, well, first of all, neem, neem oil. Yeah, I've heard neem oil. Neem oil. But what finally got rid of them, what like kills them, is every time we reprod our plants, we put uh, the, the last like few centimeters, the top of it, we put sand on and pebbles on the sand. Interesting. And they can't like live in the sand. Oh, they can't like burrow into there and live. No. That and the pebbles like hold sense. it all in place too. Yeah. So. All of our plants now have a layer of sand on top of the soil and pebbles sprinkled on top of that. And it has worked wonders. They don't come back. It may not be a Texas thing because I think this is the first time in my life that I've had house plants that like, I don't know, I like tended to and didn't die immediately. So like they've been alive for an extended period period of time. And so like gnats have happened. And, like, as much as I joke about it, I don't think I'm, like, the dirtiest fucking goblin in the world. So, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? But I think no, it No, it's not because you're dirty. It's n- has nothing to do with being filthy. Um, gnats, you know, they live in plants. Are you overwatering? You know, that's the thing. That's the first thing I, I did when I started noticing them as I started uh, backing off of my watering. Overwatering Just... can make the fungus grow, which makes the fungus gnats happen. Right. And we don't want to make fungus gnats happen. Anyways, Justin so, um, overwatered ours. I took over. Yes, I yes, he ruins everything, especially your plants. Thank God you're I've been on. eating pizza. Right. Um, so yeah, these uh these sticky traps worked wonders, and now I have a shit ton of them, and you get like a, a you know, pack of 36 or whatever for six bucks. So um if you have nat a gnat problem, um uh put these in your plants and then do what Joe did add sand and then pebbles on top so they can't like it's makes them a less of a breeding ground that's such a good tip it was why didn't um, i ask you you because like you have so many yeah. plants it's literally oh your full-time God. job i know so much about bugs because you know we had the ants coming in through the oh, window the i ants. just i just recalked the office windows they're completely gone now i found out where they were coming in Destroyed the caulking them. the caulking on this window was like disintegrated. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we're just connected to the outside world now, I guess. Right. So I learned how to caulk. I caulked the whole window and I got rid of them. Look at you. Oh my God, construction Joe. I hate having a house. Well, you're, it sounds like you're managing everything very well. Hot tip, I panic. Girl. I panic about everything. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, I'm happy for your uh, gnat catching. I'm just going to stick all these sticky traps to my body. They're really sticky. They're so sticky, like literal fucking glue. I would like water the plants and be like checking them and I get stuck on them and it would piss me off. Yeah, same. I'm like, girl, I'm ruin my not. day. But they work well. Highly recommend for They're six great. fucking dollars. Not bad. Did you get my Amazon? I got my Amazon for six dollars. Links will be in the description for the batteries, for uh, the sticky traps, and for what what was yours? Oh, Sarah Beanie property ladder. Uh, right, exactly. We'll link to the YouTube for that. I'm glad that that's on YouTube, so it's easy to watch. Well, I don't know if you can really link to it because it's just like random YouTube channels upload random episodes. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. I see. Well, regardless, yeah. good favorite things. Good favorite things. Well. Do you have any final thoughts of the day? I want you all to pray for me and um, hope that I, I get my $800 robot vacuum safely 
and I will be able to ride it off into the sunset, never to be seen again. I thought you were going to say ride it off on your taxes. Also that. I talked about it on the podcast, so now it's officially a business expense. <laughs> if you Thank review you. it. And maybe I'll do a review next week. I don't know how that works. I'm not a tech ex- tax expert, and that is not professional advice. Okay, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening. We do mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, if you are a patron, we will have a bonus episode next week. Oh, mm-hmm. we, and we thank you very much. And we'll have a yes. bonus episode next week. And next week, we'll also be back with a regular episode as well. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexandre T. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devin D. Edward P. Emily H. Gustavo Y. Helena B. Javier. J. L. Jess L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Scott A. Chantal H. Jariah S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.